even in our faith journey, sometimes we're looking for the shortest route. Welcome to the Search in Your City podcast. I'm your host, Blaine Larson, and today we get to talk with Chad Blankenberg. Chad serves with Search in Charlotte, North Carolina. Chad, thank you for joining me on the podcast today. Thanks, Blaine. Good morning. It's good to be with you. It is great to be with you, brother. We were together a couple weeks ago in person, which was actually really nice as well. But this is virtual, and we're going to do the best we can. Uh, I wanted to start just by allowing you to introduce yourself to our audience and listeners here. And Chad, can you just tell us a little bit about you, uh, you your your wife, family, some of your background? And uh, we'd just love to get to know you a little bit better. Sure. Thanks. Be glad to. Yes, you, you mentioned my wife, so I'll uh, I'll mention Debbie first. She and I got married about 24 years ago uh, here in Charlotte. She's a Charlotte native. I'm a transplant, like a lot of the folks in the Charlotte area, uh, but made my way to North Carolina, went to college at Wake Forest, and more or less been in North Carolina ever since, 30 years or so. It's hard to believe when I say that, but it's been 30 years or so. Uh, <laughs> we have two boys, Griggs, who's a rising senior in high school, and Kent, who is a 14-year-old, excuse me, 15-year-old rising sophomore. And their answers to much prayer, and uh, um, so we're thankful for them. Uh, but, yeah, I grew up in the Midwest and uh, and uh, made my way to North Carolina, um, yeah, via college. So Charlotte's been home for 20-plus years for us. Wow. And so I know you, you joined Search how many years ago? Just a handful of years ago, right? Yeah, just three, a little over three years ago. Three, three years ago. Okay, and so give us the flyover of your career before search because you've done a number of different things. Yeah, I did. I Immediately after college, I was working on Capitol Hill uh, for a few years in D.C., and that's where I met my bride. But uh, that was just a few years, and then most of the years prior to coming on staff with search was in the financial services and banking, uh, primarily, though, in the insurance world, employee benefits work. And did that for 16 or 17 years prior to to coming on staff with Search. So the question I like to ask a lot of the guys on the podcast that come from business is, man, what made you make the move? So you're doing something totally different and uh, than Search, right? So why right. why come to to Search from the the finance background? Well, to, to steal a phrase from Davis Kirkendall, who is on staff here in Charlotte, as you know, it's, I got to the point as I was talking to them, uh, just got to the point where I couldn't not do it. Uh, now I wasn't looking to go into ministry. In fact, the genesis of it really was I'd known Ken Schultz for years. He was Debbie, uh, Debbie's young life leader, uh, 30 years ago, uh, here in Charlotte. But, and so we had reconnected a little bit, uh, when we moved back to Charlotte and I was having coffee with Ken, just kind of networking, looking for what was next, what God had in store for me. Not ministry, I didn't think. And uh, at some point we were having coffee. I jokingly said, well, maybe I'll just come work with you guys, Ken. And I, I didn't mean it. I thought I didn't think I meant it. Uh, he <laughs> said, well, it's funny, Chad. <laughs> it's funny, Chad. He said, uh, you've been on the list of a few guys here in Charlotte. We've been praying about that might come on staff with us one day. And I was like, whoa. And so that was, um, that was the seed was planted then. And, uh, and I was in what I call my vocational wandering period at that time. But uh, several conversations later and a job and a half later and about a year and a half later, I came on staff with search and, and, uh, I'm thankful. It's been, 
it's been a it's been a great move and glad to be a part of the team. Well, I know I speak for all of us when we say we are very glad you're part of the team and love the unique perspective that you bring with uh, your wiring and background. And I, I think I want to ask a, a kind of a follow up. So that was the uh, you know why. Did you make the move to search? But why? Why do you love search? I mean, what's the? What do we do? How would you illustrate it? What's the thing that gets you up in the morning? You go this. This really makes this uh, opportunity to serve with search worth it. Yeah, um, I would say what gets me up in the morning. What I, what I love most about what we do uh, is I love hearing people's stories. I love asking them to just tell me their story and. Uh, where they are now and where they think they're going and where God might want them, wherever they might be on their, their life journey. And uh, in the reality, Blaine, was that was the case when I was in the, you know, in the business world, the insurance world. I, I liked hearing people's stories a whole lot more than, than I like talking about financial services or insurance. Uh, and so that privilege of, of, of hearing uh, guys' stories uh, and then encouraging them as to, to, as we say, our mission to take a next step towards God is that's what gets me up in the morning. That's what gets me excited. And I think you've got a story, right, that, of somebody that, that has been part of Search Charlotte. And uh, you mind sharing that with us and just giving us a little peek behind the curtain of what you get to do every day? Sure, sure. Uh, I think of a, a young man that's been a part of a, a group with me for two and a half years or so, maybe two years. And uh, started this group with a, a gentleman that was uh, had been part of our search Q school here in Charlotte. And uh, but this young guy that that uh, started with us, we just uh, it was neat to see him. He was on the faith journey. He was hungry, wanted to learn more, grow more. And uh, we also just had some some commonalities when he's a good bit younger than me, but just see some commonalities in his life story. And it's been neat to see him grow. Uh, and now he's considering being a part of our Q school coming up this fall. And it's just, I guess, Blaine's just been neat to see him uh, make, make those steps and see even, even during group sessions and we're together, kind of see the lights go off and, and the, the joy in his voice when he's, when something dawns on him and, or he's read something that really resonates. It's just been cool. That's just a little snippet there. But Yeah. Is there one or two things as you think through his journey that really connected with him, you know, things that y'all talked about, or maybe as you went through foundations that really struck a chord, you know, any, any, any insights or flashpoints? Well, I think it's neat, neat this, um, seeing him, uh, he and his wife and, uh, fairly newly married, just had their first child. Uh, and it's just been cool to see him, uh, uh understand that God is the author of life and, and, uh, when it starts, you know, if it starts and, so it was cool to celebrate that with, with he and his wife. Um, that's one big moment that jumps out that just in the last couple of months. Um, but I think too, just wrestling with uh, issues of God being a loving father and, and, and seeing, uh, seeing proof of that and uh, just lunch conversations we've had just to see him uh, grab hold of these truths that, uh, that, uh, that God uh, has in store for those. Uh, that would follow him, and yeah, it's just it's been neat to see his his journey, which is ongoing, like all of us, of course. You mean your story's not not finished? You're not perfect and wrapped up, <laughs> put a bow on it. Not not a finished product. <laughs> no, still in process, right? Yeah, exactly. 
Yeah, we all are. Well, one of the things I love to do on this podcast is to ask you to, uh, and ask everybody, but I'm going to ask you since you're on here with me, (laughs) Uh, just share with us something from the scriptures that has been encouraging to you recently and that you think might be encouraging to those who are listening. So what would that be for you, Chad? Yeah, I think what comes to mind is uh, I've been reading Exodus recently, last couple of weeks or so, and uh, in Exodus 13 is the uh, sort of the beginning of, of Israel's wilderness detour. Uh, and I, I think it dawned on me as it, let me read a line or two of scripture, if I may. It says, uh, uh, it says, when Pharaoh finally let the people go, God did not lead them along the main road that runs through Philistine territory, even though that was the shortest route to the promised land. And what dawned on me, a couple of things, Blaine. One is, even in our faith journey, sometimes we're looking for the shortest route. And God, uh, because we're all in process, right? We're all on this journey. Uh, the shortest route is not necessarily the best route, right? In, in in God's larger plan and his sovereignty and his providence. But we sometimes try and take the shortcut uh, to life with God and to the promised land, if you will. Uh, and even in whether that be somebody's personal journey, struggles with just life issues, relationships, work, uh, kids, uh, or even on the macro level. I know we were talking earlier, uh, just with all this COVID craziness going on, um, feels like we're in the wilderness, you know, as a, as a country, as a, as a, as a world. Uh, but I trust as was the case of the Israelites that God, God's going to get us there. It's just, it's not always the route of our choosing. Um, and that's where, that's where trust and faith comes in. So that's that, story has been resonating with me uh, as I've been been reading through it again here these last week or two. Well, I think it's a it's a good reminder. What comes to my mind too, Chad, is just the importance of, uh, well, if there is a God, we believe there is, right? Yeah, but it's more than just believing there's a God. It's the idea that God in, in some sense is is in in control of what goes on in his world and of course how that works out is a matter of great debate but but i think uh, all all christians believe that god is in control in some way of of the world and that does give comfort it raises a lot of questions too because the world is a crazy chaotic mess most of the time uh, so how can God be, you know, in control of, of this? Um, but but I think it, it gives us comfort. It, it's opposed to the option that there is no God, right? Which would mean it's a little bit of a chaotic mess and nobody's in charge, which is even – well, it's just very scary. And so – uh, That would be cause for significant fear, right? Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> be afraid. Yeah, yeah. I, I just I like your point because it makes us just remember that even if we can't see what's going on, and nine times out of ten we have really no idea what's really going on, uh, we know the one who is in control, and and uh, that gives great comfort. So, thank you for yeah. bringing that to us. Oh yeah, yeah. You're welcome.
And I want to thank you for uh, joining me on the podcast today, Chad. Thank you to everyone who is listening. And if you have liked this podcast, the Search in Your City podcast, would you leave us a five-star review? Uh, that's all we want. If it's, if it's a one-star, you don't have to leave that one. But if it's five, <laughs> go ahead and leave that for us. Uh, subscribe to our feed. Tell your friends about it. And if you've got a question, comment, thought, anything, Go ahead and send it to us in an email, podcast at searchnational.org. And until next time, thanks for listening.